Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Dr. Marisa Snyder. And Dr. Marisa is a functional practitioner and the author of six books, the best-selling The Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils and The Dash Diet Cookbook. Dr. Marisa's newest book focuses on balancing hormones with the power of essential oils. It's called The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. For the past 10 years, she has lectured on wellness uh, at wellness centers, conferences, and corporations on hormone health, essential oils, nutrition, and detoxification. She's been featured on Dr. Oz, Fox News, Health, Mind Body Green, and many publications. Dr. Marisa is also the host of Essentially You podcast, designed to empower women to become the CEO of their health. Check out our website, drmarisa.com, for women's hormone tips, including recipes and remedies. And my next guest is my friend, Dr. Marisa. She's going to be talking about different essential oils that can help heal the emotions hard hit by betrayal. What's so great about that is when we're feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and when we've been blindsided by our betrayal, it's so nice to know that this is something simple to include while having some really powerful results. She's going to explain exactly what I'm talking about. Here's Dr. Marisa. Oh, I am so excited today. We have my friend, Dr. Marisa Snyder with us, and she's going to be talking about how to use essential oils for emotional healing. And, and before I even introduce her, what I love, well, I, I you'll adore her. You Wait and see. But what I also love about this whole thing is so often, you know, when, when it comes to healing from something so gigantic like betrayal, we're like, oh, I have to rewire my whole mind. But the, the thought of using something like essential oils to help you along is something kind of simple, but really effective. So she'll she'll tell us all about it. So welcome. Thank you so much, Debbie, for having me. I am so happy to be here today with you. Uh, I'm so excited to have you join us. So let's just get started with your journey. Tell us a little bit about you and what brought you here. Absolutely. So as you can imagine, you know, each and every one of us have our traumas. You know, we we've all have felt betrayed. I have definitely have had some serious moments of betrayal in my life. And I don't really share all of my story, but I, I, you know, growing up, I had a lot of betrayal happen to me and had to really come to terms with it in college. Definitely probably the biggest transformations of really getting to know myself. But one of the things that was a real big kind of eye opener for me is that I my life was predicated on proving everybody wrong because who I felt betrayed me. Like mm. I thought that, you know, the way to get them back was to create this life where I was going to show them what it was like. You know, I was going to be successful. I was going to do the thing. And what I realized is that driving my life or living my life based on those core principles made me very, very unhappy. And then no one else even knew that I was doing this. It was mm -hmm. all just me on this journey by myself. And what I found is that I, re I was doing a lot of things that I didn't love because I was doing them to prove a point. Mm -hmm. And it was through a lot of healing, um, through a lot of just self-reflection of what it meant to make me happy that really steered me in this direction. I also had a pretty big health issue, health crisis in a way when I was in my 30s, kind of towards the culmination of making some of these transformations, I had realized so much of my life was predicated on one, either proving people wrong, although no one was paying attention. Mm -hmm. And two, it was predicated on my worth, my worth as a person um, was driven by the, the fact that I needed to be more for everybody else. So having overcoming those two things in my 30s, 
Um, when those two things culminated is when I was really getting sick. I, I had a hormone issues. I had high deregulated cortisol. I was chronically exhausted. I was putting on weight. Um, and I really knew that a lot of it had to do with the beliefs that I was holding on to. And so I made a major overhaul in that time. Only a couple years later did oils come into my life and they played such a big role in really helping to continue to ground me down in a really wonderful way. So that's kind of my journey, journey in a nutshell. Yeah. And, and I love that. And you know what I pictured when you were describing that? I pictured like growing the most beautiful garden and, and you have two different fertilizers. Both are going to help it grow. But one is one is this healthy, fertile soil based on, you know, all the good stuff that's going to make something grow. And then there's that really unhealthy soil where it's it's going to get something to grow, but the what's behind it is so unhealthy. And it sounds like your motivation for growth at first was really unhealthy healthy. And that's exhausting. And I've been there. So I, I get that where it's like, I'll show you, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. But then when you, when you flip that switch and, and your fuel is passion because you love what the work does and you love who you're healing, it's a whole different fuel source, right? Oh my gosh. And it feels so much better to be living your life based on what, what fuels you, what empowers you, what makes you happy. You know, was I any less successful? No, not at all. But at least my success and what I was creating was based on desire to really serve people opposed to proving some big thing to someone who really didn't wasn't paying attention. That's just it. So often we get caught up in this, you know, in this need to prove a point or be right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it really isn't benefiting anyone at all. And especially isn't benefiting yourself. And so it took a lot of healing to get over those betrayals. It was family betrayal for me, which so often it is for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of mistrust in my heart and I, I was not holding space for forgiveness. And, you know, that was a big thing for to forgive, to, to get into a better place with everything. But I knew that so much of that negativity was, I mean, not to say that there wasn't positives that came from it. I mean, it fueled me. I, I got pretty far with it. I'm not going to pretend. Um, it was a lot of false benefits, what I like to call them. Mm -hmm. But I just knew that inherently deep down, I was very sad. I was, you know, it was very, just very worn down, very sad. And it was having a major physiological impact on my body. And it was a very, very negative experience for me. And, and you know what, what's, what is so true to so many people I speak with on this podcast and just in my, in my work is we, it's so easy to understand how something physical leads to something physical. And I always use, use this example, like I stub my toe, it hurts. We get it. And it's so much harder to understand. Do our mental and emotional challenges that we're going through manifest into something physical and they do. And here you are saying that you had all of this anguish, you know, from these family betrayals and it really, it, it impacted your health, your well-being, all of it. So what did you do? Like, what was your healing process? And I want to get back to forgiveness because that is so huge when it comes to healing, but walk us through your healing process. Yeah. So it, well, that first step, I mean, I always tell people the, you know, the, the, the big secret to radical self-healing is, is self-awareness, recognizing what's happening, right? If we don't, we don't even, and I mean, was I fueled all those years, Debbie, and had no idea 
what was fueling me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was living in this subconscious bubble where um, I just was doing, I was just doing the steps. I was just checking off the boxes. And then finally doing some introspection, doing like just going deeper inside thinking, what is, why am I so chronically sick? Why am I, why are my hormones so terribly placed? And really getting clarity around that and recognizing I was holding on to so much resentment mm-hmm. um, that it served me for so long. So First, it was one, even just getting awareness around it. Like mm-hmm. I, once that was the big moment, like I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. I'm holding on to some stuff. I had no idea. It was, it was the, it was the dirty fuel getting me where I needed to go. But mm-hmm. man, was I creating a lot of, you know, in the biochemistry world, a lot of oxidative stress inside mm-hmm. of the system. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was the first part. Um, I definitely, therapy was a big piece of it, right? Really helping to to realize what my true purpose was in life and to let go of a lot of what I was holding on to. Um, then yes, forgiveness was a big, big part. And you know, the last time I just had you on my podcast, mm-hmm. you haven't gone live yet, but I had you on my podcast and we talked a little, we talked about the, the, the steps of overcoming betrayal and what that looks like. And I remember listening to you explain these steps and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I was stuck in that, I think it was step number three, for mm-hmm. so long, a decade. And, and it was, it was really major clarity for me where I was like, I could see myself in this, in this process, you know, and forgiveness was such a big part. And I'll be honest, and we talked about this in the, in the, in the podcast episode mm-hmm. that there were still people I hadn't forgiven, Yeah, you know, and that I still felt it, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I, it was, it was interesting to me to have that major realization I've had in the last three months. And it really was when our business was up leveling, um, my career, things were happening. And all of a sudden I found myself getting stuck again. And I'm like, what is it that I'm getting stuck in? And what mm-hmm. is, and I, and I was like, oh my gosh, I am not letting this, I thought I'd let so much of that go, but there's just this, this, there's this one person, right? Mm-hmm. That, and so, and so mm-hmm. I'm doing all the good work to move through that as well now, but forgiveness was so, so big in the process and in healing those wounds. And one of the biggest parts of forgiveness that I really got to do, or kind of making that transformation is there were people in my family who really kind of played a role and I'm kind of the doctor in the family, or at least like the doctor advocate. Like I'm the mm-hmm. one who goes to bat for my family. And mm-hmm. um, where a lot of that healing came from was when my family, my family in many instances have really needed me to support them in their healing journey. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, I've come full circle with so many of my family members in those moments where I've stepped in in that doctor role or stepped in in that advocacy role, mm-hmm. uh, where we've really healed a lot of those wounds. And in some of the more closer people for me, we were on the same, like the reason why I was sick, well, they had a lot of betrayals themselves, probably why they had done what they did, mm-hmm. why I got betrayed. <laughs> Someone mm-hmm. betrayed them, I was betrayed, you know, and we were, I found ourselves both in the same sick situation and we were able to come to the other side of that, 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 that hormone, those hormone issues that we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. That was a major part of that healing process for me as well. Uh, and I love, I, I love this whole topic of forgiveness because so often we're like, oh, what's the big deal? It's too, we have so much resentment. We're feeling so much injustice. I mean, when it comes to betrayal, that is just huge. Those are monsters that we're feeling. And, but resentment is a 
dangerous emotion to hang on to. It is so physically destructive. But the thing with forgiveness too, and I just want to make sure everybody realizes this, you could, for, you could forgive and rebuild or you could forgive and move on. It doesn't matter. It, that's not the, the question of forgiving and rebuilding because that's not always the, an option. That's not always the, the case and it's not a requirement. But the forgiveness, and we've heard this, forgiveness is really about us. And it sounds like with what you're saying, that's exactly what it was. And also, you know, you mentioned that the, this, whoever this was, was acting from, you know, what their own betrayals. And we can only act from our current level of consciousness. You know, someone awake and aware wouldn't hurt a fly, where someone sleepwalking through life, you know, can do all kinds of stuff. So it sounds like you really, um, you really came to some serious forgiveness work. Was there a process that you went through with forgiveness? Was there a certain way you did it? Hmm. I, you know, not necessarily, I mean, I definitely was working with people, like working with a, with a therapist to kind of get through some of it as well. I just remember there just being that one day where I looked in the mirror and I thought, why am I feeling this way? And I, and I remember it being, I, I was having, you know, we, we, we define success in a lot of different ways, but there was a lot of successes happening for me, but I was so empty inside. And I was like, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way. This is not, I know that there, I know I should be fulfilled by, by these moments. And I wasn't. And that was, I think it was, that was that big kind of snapback realization, like, Ooh, something's, so I'm either, I'm doing this stuff for the wrong reason, or I'm being held back by something. And, you know, I, I did a lot of journaling that was, mm-hmm. that, you know, what that was, I'm like trying to think about what was the thing. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of journaling. I did, I wrote a lot of letters out to those people. Mm-hmm. And I just really, exp- I wanted to be heard. I think so often we want to be heard. Gosh, mm. who doesn't want to be heard? My husband, well, he wants to be heard. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and, um, and so I think I really wanted to be heard. I wanted closure. So, right. I, you know, and, and then that was also forgiveness too. So I had written some letters and I had really gotten really clear on, um, you know, kind of just articulating how I had felt. Mm. And th- so the, the writing was really important for me. Right. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. And, and, you know, as far as closure, I always tell people that, uh, it's our job. Closure, closure is our job. You know, justice is karma's. So it's, it's the closure is what's really just so important. And, and it sounds like you definitely did it. So what was the difference that you felt? So you forgave, you know, to, to whatever level you you felt you wanted to, needed to, did you feel physically a, a difference in that? And what was it? Right. Well, one, you always, I, mean, I feel like that's that heavy weight on your shoulders, right? Mm. That's there's, oh, to not have to carry that burden is so much lighter. So I felt lighter. Um, I felt like I was making decisions based on a, a happier, more empowered place. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I felt like my decisions felt lo- more lighter. They felt freer. They felt happier. I definitely felt a lot happier. I felt like I was, I was in my true purpose and true calling for the first time in my life. Like I finally heard what I was really heard, meant to do in this world. Mm. Um, because it was listening to my own inner voice about what I was, I desired opposed to, you know, dr- being driven by this need to, again, prove a point. Um, gosh, living your life by your own design versus living your life through, you know, proving people wrong. It's like night and day. Mm. And, and there's, it sounds like you really felt some peace and clarity and just freedom. So that's, that's, that's amazing. So now let's, let's talk about emotional health and just how, just paint a picture for us about 
your work in helping women, because I know there are so many women listening to this saying, I feel awful. I feel angry, sad, hurt. You know, I've been blindsided, frustrated, angry. Like You name the, the emotion, they're feeling it. So to help, help us help them. What do you, what do you say? What, what do you, what do you say to them? You know, I, and you're absolutely right. I have so many women coming to me who are, and I don't, I'll be honest because, you know, Debbie, honey, you are really the expert here too. And so I oftentimes send them off over to you or send them over to some other great friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, if, in, you know, they're like, I can't even sleep, this is wearing me down, or I feel very anxious and I have a lot of worry and I feel so overwhelmed, I'm so burdened, mm-hmm. you know, I do love to offer the benefits of because what I have, I mean, not that I couldn't have these one-to-one conversations, but it's not the area that I'm trained in. But what I do love is having that opportunity to offer something that can really shift the way that they're feeling, shift them energetically, you know, while they're working through the process. You know, I had a good friend of mine whose dad um, got really, really sick. He got um, valley fever mm-hmm. and, you know, respiratory issues. It exacerbated some of his other chronic conditions. And she was a total wreck. You know, she had her own practice. She was the one managing that practice. And her mom was running the office for her. So her mom was her, her, her CA mm-hmm. in the office. And her mom had to get pulled out because her father was so, I mean, he was bedridden for four months in a wow. hospital. It got really awful. He was just there on a golfing trip in Palm Springs. And, you oh, know, was at the wow. wrong place, wrong time. That dust kicked up and he, he acquired valley fever. And so she, she was, they thought that he was going to die. There were multiple times where he almost died in this four months. And she came to me and she's like, I just need something. I need to diffuse something. I need to breathe something in. I need an aroma that's going to get me through these days where I have got to show up for these patients. She was seeing like 25 patients a day. You know, she had a big patient mm-hmm. load mm-hmm. and it was, you know, this is the money that paid for her parents' house. This is the money that and she really felt like she was holding the family together for a lot of reasons. And so there was this blend, this this um, this elevating blend that um, that had a combination of Melissa and wild orange and um, Roman chamomile. There's a bunch of different oils in this blend, and I've got some blends I can share. And I was like, this is the oil that's going to elevate you out of this just funk, this nastiness that you're in. That you you just you feel despondent, right? That was mm-hmm, the experience. Mm-hmm. She felt so despondent in that moment. Um, she you know she felt like the world was betraying her. They were trying to t- the world was trying to take her father. You know, she lost her mom in the process too in the office. And so, um, so she started diffusing that blend and she's like, honestly, I don't know how I would have gotten through the day without the aromatherapy. Um, you know, and mind you, she was getting other support as well, but in the moment going from patient to patient, you know, all day, every day, and that couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, she was so grateful for that, that tool set. Yeah. And you got me into it, but the thing is I'm at that place where I don't really understand it. I just like it. I like how it smells. I like how it makes me feel, but tell us the, the how, cause I, I would love to understand, like I actually, right before I spoke, I, I record, I hit record. I have right on my desk, that one that you had given me, I don't know what you called it, like a superwoman blend something. (laughs) I love that. And I just put that on my wrist, like right before uh, I hit record and, and it just makes me feel good, but I have no idea why. (laughs) So for someone who is brand spanking new to this, but likes it really likes the idea of it. Tell us how this all works. 
Absolutely. So I'll talk a little bit about what um, I'm going to define essential oils and, and talk about what that process is, right? Because the the power of essential oil aromatherapy for helping to support mood management, helping to move through some of those those feelings and emotions, so profound, so profound. And the research every single day is coming out to really demonstrate that. So as defined real quick, essential oils are volatile aromatic compounds rich in complexity. So they have tons of different chemical constituents that really work with receptor sites inside of the brain, help to shift neurotransmitter communication, really powerful. And basically in a chemical sense, aroma is the interaction of individual chemical constituents, in this case, oil constituents that interact with the olfactory receptors in the nose. So those olfactory receptors in the olfactory bulb, they intake these beautiful chemical constituents, they connect to receptor sites of these glial cells, and they shoot them right into the limbic brain. And we know that that part of the brain is where we hold our emotions, we hold our traumas in the amygdala, the hippocampus, the hypothalamus, is where we make decisions about survival. That all happens in that part of the brain. And that, we know that when we're holding to, onto a lot of trauma, a lot of betrayal, that a lot of that, that part of the limbic system can really get its world, like it just, we just get rocked in a really big mm-hmm. way. We hold onto those traumas there. And so when you are breathing in these chemical constituents, they can differ very greatly. They can have a really different profound impact. So I always say, you can grab an oil and choose your mood. Or if you're in a specific state, let's say you're irritated, or let's say you're angry, or let's say you're despondent, or you are, you feel betrayed, and you need forgiveness, right? You can grab an oil, and there are specific chemical constituents that can help deliver you out of those moments, you know, that can mm-hmm. really help to shift you, not only in an energetic way, but also in a biological way. And that's, that's kind of the, the premise of what they do. So, so two things, you can, you can choose the mood you want to feel, or Mm -hmm. you choose one based on what you're feeling. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and you know what, there's gotta be so much more to this than certainly I understand because you could smell like, you know, how you, you ever, you're in a store wherever you are and you will just all of a sudden smell something and it reminds you of something seriously like decades ago. So it'll take you all the way back in time to somewhere you never remembered. Like when you were five years old and you walked into that perfect candy store moment, right? With your grandma and she bought you the most, you know, the, the, the perfect candy apple, Mm -hmm. right? You know, that moment with your grandma. Yeah. So there's, I mean, our sense of smell, I think what people don't realize is how powerful our sense of smell is. Our sense of smell is like a hundred times more powerful than any other sense. And the reason for that is our emotions, our memories, all of that in the limbic brain is designed for survival. We're wired for survival. And that's why our sense of smell, when you breathe something in, it doesn't get modulated by the thalamus. It doesn't get modulated by the brainstem. It just goes straight into the limbic brain. It's Mm. the fastest path to shifting emotions or shifting neurochemistry than anything else out there because your sense of your sense of smell is connected to your sense of survival. And so yeah, you'll like for instance me, I grew up in Ventura, California, and there are lemon and orange groves everywhere. Well, clearly they're kind of disappearing. But back when I was younger mm-hmm. in, the, in the 80s, they were there. You know, we got development and everything happening now. And um and I remember growing up and my papa 
my, my mom's dad who's still alive, but he would peel oranges and he would peel lemons for me. And I can just smell those groves everywhere. And so anytime I smell wild orange or a, or a lemon oil, it really reminds me of that happy sunshine, beautiful place with my grandparents, you know? Mm. So, so yes, oils can definitely shift you into this beautiful moment of nostalgia. Um, that's why for the holidays, we have, we have holiday blends. Like, you mm-hmm. know, right now I'm recording, this is the holidays. And so I have an apple pie, apple cinnamon pie, essential mm-hmm. oil blend that I diffuse. And, you know, we just have a lot of fun with that because um, it reminds us of these beautiful, yummy times when we were growing up. Right. But the, now here's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. We can have a real negative association with a smell. You know, it could, oh, yes. a certain cologne or perfume or whatever can remind us of, oh my gosh, that's the person who betrayed me. I smell that now. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, is there a way that you could use oils to like combat that or change that? I I think so. I mean, yes, there's definitely going to be certain smells. You walk into a room and it takes you back to a bad place. Mm -hmm. Because in those moments, let's say you are, something takes you off guard, right? Um, And a lot of things take us off guard. I got a, a text message from my grandparents I, we were going to go visit them next week and my grandfather broke his femur. Right. Ooh. And so, um, not good. He's got cancer right now. And, oh, you know, sorry. and he's just very delicate. His bones are delicate. And it just, it changed everything. Like I, you know, I was in this kind of state of, I felt like I, I immediately, you know, all the worry comes down. Like, Oh my God, what's happening to my grandfather? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's surgery. Oh my goodness. Um, we, we already bought flights. We, we already have a hotel room, da, 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 you know, and like, right. we're all these things have got to change. My grandma's like, I don't even know if you guys should come all these things. And like, in I, all of a sudden the to-do list is downloading of what mm-hmm. I've got to do to manage this emergency moment. And, um, I remember I felt a lot of that bubble up and I grabbed an oil and what I normally do is I, I, I know that there are oils and particularly florals. A lot of the florals are very calming. They can just shut down that worry and anxiety, that anxious feelings. So I grabbed my kind of stress be gone blend, which is just a combination of lavender and bergamot. Both mm-hmm. oils lower, lower, they can lower blood pressure, they can lower cortisol levels, they lower stress in like 60 seconds upon contact. So I grabbed that wow. oil. I took a couple of deep belly breaths. Because let's be honest, I wasn't gonna make really good decisions in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed to kind of calm down and get my grounding before we started making plans and changing things, you know, and, you know, I didn't want to upset my grandma by calling her and badgering her with a bunch of questions, right? right? So I needed to get grounded. So yeah, you can, if you find yourself in a state or even, you know what, you're visiting family, you're visiting the holidays, or you're visiting anytime you're visiting family, or you're visiting scenarios where you know, you're probably going to run into someone that really lights you up that Mm -hmm. really triggers you, I really highly recommend having oils on you where you take a moment, you reset over to the side, you take some deep belly breaths, you use those oils and you really shift the energy of how you're feeling. Mm. And I've seen you, you do, you have your little pack, you take it with you. I've seen you take that stuff out and (laughs) start sniffing. So yeah. So because we're talking about betrayal here and we have certain emotions that are so consistent with betrayal, what would be some, some top either blends or scents that could really help with emotions like sadness or grief or anger or uh, exhaustion, things like that? Oh, absolutely. So let's talk, let's talk about, um, let's talk about sadness, sadness, despondence, 
um, you know, just, just feeling so down in your luck, um, unmotivated, your oils for that are going to be citrus oils. So citrus mm-hmm. oils have monoterpenes in them. They boost, um, they boost dopamine levels. They boost serotonin levels. You want an, an instant happy boost. You want an instant energy boost, an instant abundance boost. It's going to mm-hmm. be citrus oils. Um, those are going to be your oils. Let's say you want to move through emotions. You want to, you want to, you're, 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 you feel stuck. You're, you feel emotionally stagnant, right? Your go-to oils are going to be lemongrass, frankincense, mm-hmm. cypress. These are all, and I'll tell you, cypress is like, we always say that cypress, get ready for the waterworks. Really? You know? yeah. Wow. Cypress is great on the lymphatics, but man, it moves your energy in such a big way. I would, there's some oils you do want to be mindful of because they can really, you got to be ready for that storm. You know, you got to mm-hmm. be ready to, to, to let that oil work its magic. So frankincense, lemongrass, cypress, you want to move through stagnant, stagnant emotions. Those are your three oils. So, so no cypress, like if you're in a job and you have to, you know, present no. or okay. no, don't use cypress before you got to present, you pull out that wild orange. That's the oil you want. Um, you know, if you're looking for oils around bravery, courage, mm-hmm. you know, you're about to, you, let's say you're about to do a big presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be like, I have a blend called brave and I use it all the time because I, I want to, everyone needs a little extra courage, a little liquid courage, right? A little essential oil courage. So it is a cinnamon and, and citruses. Those are going to be your brave oils, right? Mm-hmm. If you need some liquid courage. So I'm always using that before a big presentation, mm-hmm. um, to kind of shift that. Let's say you are, you are feeling really irritated, really Mm -hmm. anxious, you just, you just, you're nervous about attending something. You're nervous about that, that family vacation, Mm -hmm. um, clary sage, jasmine, lavender, Roman chamomile, bergamot. Those are all safety oils. Those Mm -hmm. are very safe, safe oils. They're going to feel very comfortable, comforting, nourishing. Um, those are going to be it. Now let's say it is, let's say it's forgiveness. Let's mm-hmm. say you're holding on to some bitter resentment, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, Ooh, do down to the core in your gut, mm-hmm. you know, feeling it. It's going to be a ginger. Ginger is a big one, especially because of it's such a great gut oil, right? I was so going to say, you know, isn't, and ginger is good for digestive issues. Mm-hmm. So it's so, it's so amazing how the gut is so tied to betrayal. Every woman in my study said she had gut issues. I know I did too. And it's just one of the, and, and everybody describes it like, I felt like I got punched in the gut. The wind was knocked out of me. So here you are talking about ginger, which is, you know, we hear about for the gut all the time. That's so interesting. Oh yeah. And, and yeah. And I, I, you know, it's, it's not, it, it is interesting. And then it's like, oh, that totally makes sense. Right. It mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Then the other ones for that bitterness, that angry, um, that, you, that even maybe feeling ashamed. Mm-hmm, um, it's mm-hmm. going to be, so we're talking about grounding oils here, Siberian fir, cedarwood, vetiver, um, a lot of our tree oils, you know, our Douglas fir. These are going to be the oils that can really help support that feel a feeling of uh, being ashamed or that feeling of just being, feeling bitter. Um, also herbs will help with this. So rosemary is a great one for, for that kind of bitter feeling um, basil as well. It's going to help kind of cleanse those bitter feelings. And so mm. those kind of hit the mark for some of the big ones that we were talking about. Mm, that's so helpful. And should we diffuse these? Should we just put a drop somewhere? What do we do? How do we use them? Yeah, absolutely. So the most powerful and profound way to really use these oils is going to be aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, I mean, we want that aroma in the brain. 
We want that aroma in the limbic system. And so by diff- diffusing them is a marvelous way. You know, I told my, you know, my best, that friend of mine who was dealing with a lot of, a lot of that, that trauma around her mm-hmm. dad being so sick, it was, she had diff- three different diffusers in the office. So anywhere she walked, she was selling that same scent over and over and over again, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah. So that. that was a great thing. And we're always, like right now I'm diffusing Douglas fir, cypress, and eucalyptus. And I'm not trying to move through emotions, but you know, I like to clear, I like to clear space. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I like to clear that space for, for emotional well-being. And those three oils are really powerful to do that. Um, then just breathing them in. So I love having little rollers, kind of like your superwoman roller. Mm-hmm. You know, that superwoman roller has, has some of those oils we talked about, the clary sage, um, la- lavender, ylang-ylang, cedarwood. That, that blend was meant for calming emotions, calming anxiety, calming worry, um, really kind of just kind of dispelling some of those feelings that we women tend to hold on to mm-hmm. uh, that don't allow us to kind of step into our power. So that superwoman blend in particular was really designed for emotional well-being, kind of moving us through um, some of those, you know, those stressful emotions that we can experience. So what I would do with that roller, like I do with all of my kind of emotional rollers is mm-hmm. I roll it on my palms and then take three to five deep belly breaths, oh, you know, okay. and, and that breath work with those oils is just the perfect duo for helping to reset where you're at. Oh, that sounds so great. So real quickly, I want to make sure we mention your book and please tell us where we can learn more about you. Oh, absolutely. So my book, I've got a new book coming out called The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. And I guess I have a whole chapter on emotional well-being, how we struggle with, you know, how we can overcome things. I mean, clearly we got more work to do on the depression and anxiety and, and overwhelm and mood swing side. But this is such a beautiful tool to na- help navigate those moments. Um, so The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, it's available everywhere and anywhere books are sold. And then you can find me. I have, I have my own podcast, which we are going to get to feature you really soon. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, yes. And it's the Essentially You podcast, all about all about helping women become the CEO of their health. So those would be the two best places to find me. Oh, perfect. And Marisa, I want to thank you so much because there are so many people listening to this podcast saying, thinking to themselves, wow, I can, I can just start having these aromas around me and it could really just get right to my brain. That just sounds so doable. And when we're so overwhelmed, the thought of something doable is just so helpful. So I want to thank you so much for your time. Absolutely, honey. Thank you so much. I learned so much during that interview. Did you? I knew certain oils just smell good or make me feel good, but I really didn't understand why. Smell is a powerful sense, so why not use that to our advantage? Be sure to stay in touch with Dr. Marisa by going to drmarisa.com and check out her podcast, Essentially You. And don't worry, we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. We've all heard that saying, it takes a village. And when it comes to betrayal and when it comes to essential oils, This can be just another important piece to include in your healing process. Just be sure to use the right ones at the right times. And Dr. Marie's book will help you understand all of that. And let me give you a gift. Head over to pbtinstitute.com and receive my gift of how your biggest crisis reveals your greatest gift. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. 